Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Revelation 3.10 Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. No one can avoid the hour of temptation, but there is someone who can be kept in the hour of temptation. How many of you are part of they that are kept in the hour of temptation? Amen? So I want to really dig into this so you can get it in your spirit. I want to focus on the word, word. And I want you to pay attention to several things that we're going to start transitioning is what does word mean? What does the word mean? And then how do I make the word part of my life? How do I manifest what I see in scripture? How do I lay hold of the truth that is kept in this book? Do you realize that some of the things that we believe as Christians are very difficult to understand? Because naturally you're not raised to read a book and read the word and understand it. You know, the Bible says that the, 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 the very intelligent man, the eunuch asked, the eunuch from Ethiopia, he asked, how can I understand these things if I have no one to explain them to me? Are we together? And the Bible says, how can people hear if they have no preacher? But the problem is this. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge problem because what you don't know destroys you. People are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So lack of understanding the word destroys you. So the same way if you got a contract or got a lease or got a... Um, uh, 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 an inheritance document, you take your inheritance document to a lawyer and the lawyer helps you understand the terms of those documents. Amen? But if you do not understand the terms of those documents, the lawyer can steal from you. The lawyer can rob you. If you don't understand what the lawyer or the, the accountant or the person who's supposed to interpret what you're giving them, they can rob you. You know, we go through seasons of filing taxes, and when you file your taxes, if you don't know what is happening, you can end up either overpaying or being underpaid back because you don't understand. So what you don't know destroys you. Are we together? So I want us this year to get an in-depth understanding of the Word of God. I want us mentally and in our lives to frame our life by the word of God. I want us to live a word life. A life that is shaped and framed by the word of God. Amen. When you shout, you have a reason to shout. When you clap, you have a reason to clap. The Bible says he will give you a reason. In, he'll give you something that proves this is the reason why I'm happy. This is the reason why I clap. In the right time when we are asked, we can explain why we believe what we believe. Are we flowing together? Tell your neighbor, I'm with him, I'm with him, we're together. So we are talking about the word of my patience, amen? The word of my patience. In scripture, when God is speaking to the church, he breaks it down into three dimensions. Revelation 1.19, very important scripture. Revelation 1.19, the Bible says, go with me to Revelation 1.19, mark this in your Bible. Write the things which thou hast seen, number one, history, 
what you've seen. Number two, the things which are. The things which are present. What is real right now? And what's the last one? Come on, y'all. Let's read it off the screen together. Revelation 119, go. The things which you've seen, the things which are, and the things which shall be. Then he says this. Let's keep reading. The mystery of the seven churches. So you as a believer, the, the, the stars there represent the churches. You as a believer, when you hear the word of God and you can interpret scripture based on what was, what is, and what will be, your life as a believer goes to a new level. You step into such a dynamic level that anything you want to shape, anything you want to frame, anything you want to overcome, you're able to do it because you become a master on the mysteries of God. And you don't need some big prophet to roll into town with their big robes to tell you you'll be a success. You open the Bible and the scripture itself tells you what you will be and you manifest it based on the scripture. And you don't step into the church empty. You come to church already with the word. Pastor, I came with the word and I came to receive confirmation of the word that God has given me. Is there somebody who's ready for a fresh dimension and a fresh glory and a fresh level of revelation of the word of God? Lift up your hands and declare, I'm going to see what was, I'm going to see what is. I'm not going to be confused about my life. Anxiety must go because I'm going to be anxious for nothing. I know my future because I know what the word says about me I know my past I know my present and I know my future therefore I stand on a firm foundation because I take root downwards and I bear fruit upwards if you believe it put your hands together for Jesus when interpreting the word of God those three pillars are very important what was what is and what shall be God is not in the business of just surprising Christians. You're supposed to be able to predict and prophesy your future. You're supposed to be able to walk into situations that you've already been in, in the spiritual realm. Your life should have so much discernment that when you're having a conversation with somebody, the scripture is manifesting in your life and you're seeing this person may be talking the right thing, but there is a devil in what they are saying. And you're not going to be deceived. Or maybe the person is not saying everything and God says, this is the person you're supposed to follow. Go with it. Go with it. Because sometimes our insecurities and our, our understandings cause us to cut ourselves from the promise of God. And the knowledge of the word is what causes you to overcome those thoughts. The other day I was talking to my son and I realized something, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so observant. I don't know why God did it, but I catch small details. And my son was doing something and he was hesitating. And I looked at him and I said, Zion, what, what is going on? And I said, are you second guessing yourself? Are you second-guessing yourself? And he said, yeah, yeah, dad. Um, I think I was second-guessing myself. I told him, why are you second-guessing yourself? Don't you trust your instincts? Oh, but dad, I was just thinking about it. I said, why are you thinking about it? You should train your mind so much that your default... Your default is a spiritual default. To where you step into a situation that could be going crazy and you know the decision I make, I'm going to make the right one. 
Because I have spiritual intuition. You clear confusion, you're not going back, oh, I'm so confused about this. There's no confusion. I know the voice of God. I know what situation I'm in. Now, I'm not saying don't think about things, but sometimes we get stuck because we are overthinking. And sometimes you miss the best things in life. You could be living in the best days in life, but because you don't have spiritual intuition, you're living in the best days, but you don't realize till they're past. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Someone told me, I should have never left this and this, my first wife. And I said, why did you leave? Because I was pursuing this and this and this. And I said, ah, if while you were in the marriage, you knew this was the best thing, you'd have never left. Are you understanding the importance of knowing what is ahead and what is present as what, and what is in your past? Are you understanding this? All right. So the Bible says that there are three levels, past, present, future, that God deals with us. Amen? And when it comes to the word of God, those three things are defined by the word logos. Somebody say logos. Logos. The word logos means the written word. This scripture. Put up your Bible. Put up your Bible. Hold it like this. Somebody say, this is the Logos, the written scripture. I want you to make a note about Logos. Please write these notes down. Logos does not help you if it's Logos alone. Logos on its own does not help you. Are we together? The Bible says that there are people who do not benefit from the word. Because all they heard, when they, when they hear the word, they received it. But persecution came, why? For the word's sake. For the word's sake. And then they ended up losing it and falling because all they had was a word. Are we flowing together? So you get a word and you're like, man, pastor, that was my word. I'm excited. I'm energized by it. And Monday gets here. Or you go back home to the same home. Or your mind begins to confuse you again. You go back to common situations. And the word that you have begins to be tried. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And then the logos that's not rooted, that's not planted, gets tried and you lose it. Not because it did not have power, but it was in the wrong environment. Go, go with me to Hebrews. Hebrews. Are you in the house learning something good? Hebrews, we're going to go to Hebrews Chapter 4, verse 2. Hebrews 4, 2. Hebrews 4, 2. I want us to read together. 1, 2, 3, read. 1, 2, 3, let's read. For unto us was the gospel preached. So there, there, there could be two types of people sitting in the church every day, listening to the word. For unto us was the gospel preached. As well as unto them. They both heard the same thing. They both heard the same logos. The same word. Then the Bible says, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. The next type of word is logos becoming rema. 
Write that down, Rema. Rema. Logos must become Rema for you to profit from it. Do you know that, have I told you the three types of Christians in three types of church members? There are three types. There is the dear Christians, dear church members. In every church, they are there. And you and I have been all these at one point. The deer, have you ever seen a deer? One day, I was driving and a deer hit the car I was driving. I didn't hit the deer. The deer hit me. That deer, I was driving straight and he was on the side of the streets doing this. He was like waiting for me. And the moment I crossed is when the deer saw this is the perfect time to run. And it ran straight into the road. There are many Christians who are dear Christians. They are in and out of church. In and out. This is their life. They are not bad people, but that's, that's how they are. It's like natural church instincts. They cannot take root. They cannot be planted. The moment you begin to ask them to take something seriously, or they, they, they run. And their whole Christian life and relationships are like that. I'm in, I'm out. I'm in, I'm out. And never commit, dears. Then there is the goats. The goats are the ones who come in and perform on a high level, then disappear. They are high performers. When they are there, they are the best. High performers. But the problem with goats is they are always going to be attracted to the next meal. The, ne the time they get offered something better, oh, they will be eating someone else's fence. It's like... And goats don't know the shepherd's voice. Goats are very good, high performers, but the day you try to discipline them, they'll tell you, you know what? There's better kudzu. By the way, you know, kudzu grows all around Knoxville, so I can go eat kudzu somewhere else. You know, if, if you're a pastor and you don't know these differences, you'll correct the wrong person. There are some people you just keep quiet and say, I'll pray for you. Because they are, not, they are not the next category, sheep. My sheep know my voice. Sheep, sheep, sheep are there and faithful, committed. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. However you want me to do, I'll do it. But sheep need still waters. As long as sheep are being fed, they are receiving the word, they are cared for. You will never have a problem. Never. And remember, what did I say when I started that? We have all been a deer, a sheep, a goat, and a sheep. The question is, where are you right now? <laughs> uh, that's, keep that question to yourself. But the Bible says, that was just extra. The Bible says, not being mixed with faith. Not being mixed with faith. All right. Where do you need to have faith for you to turn logos into Rema? Are you ready for that? For you to turn logos into Rema, you need to have faith on this level. Number one, you need to have faith on the word. That this is the word of God for me. Are we together? Number two, you need to have faith on the preacher or the one bringing the word. Believe thy prophet. Believe thy prophet. You need to have faith in the person bringing the word. Are you understanding? Because if you don't, you will close your eyes to what is being said. Are you understanding? You need to have faith in the person bringing the word. 
And number three, you need to believe it's your word. This is for me, not just for everybody. The Bible says receive. That's why when I give a word, I say receive it, receive it. Because the Bible says they did not have faith in those that received it. As well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed in faith in them that hear it. Receive it. Mixes it with faith. I, 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 it doesn't matter who else is listening. This is my word. I receive it. Are you understanding? Now, when that happens, the word becomes rema. And rema is real right now. It's real to you. The Bible says faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. When you have faith, when you've received something, it's as real to you as you having it. So Rema gives you that super confidence. Man, today pastor preached a word and that word was for me and I believe it so much I'm going to do something about it. I've received it so much I'm going to do something about it. You step into it. Amen. Now, when you step into it, you manifest another level, which is called the Dabar. Oh, are you ready for this, y'all? The Dabar, the Dabar is when the word that was spoken, you've received it, and it becomes so much your word that you become the preacher. You, become, you begin to declare what you heard. You begin to speak what you heard. The debar is the spoken word of God out of your own mouth. The Bible says with the heart, man believes. Rema. But with the mouth, we confess unto salvation. Debar. Are, are, you, are you flowing with me? Let me give you some scriptures. 1 John 1.1. 1, 1. If you're in the book of Revelation, you're not far from 1 John. So 1 John, it's, it's two books up. 1 John 1.1. 1, 1. Give the Lord a great amen if you're in the house. Give him three great amens. All right, 1 John 1.1. 1, 1. Off the screen, let's read. And okay, okay. That which I, I want you to hear me now. That which was from the beginning. What was that? Which is what state of the word? Logos. Logos. Logos was there before I got here. I didn't come and write the Bible. It was there before I got here. That which was from the beginning, Logos. Then the Bible says, which we have heard. I heard what was there. I received. Faith comes by hearing. I heard. What state is that? Come on, y'all. Okay, I, 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 I don't know whether I need to go back and explain it again. Let's go slowly, slowly. First John 1 John 1.1, slowly, slowly. First John 1 John 1.1, slowly. I want you to understand how to break down the word. That which was from the beginning is what? Logos. I didn't write it, I couldn't affect it, it was there before I got there. Which we have heard. Rema. I heard it. I heard it. I see it. I heard it. It's Rama. He spoke to me and I heard it. Rama. Then the Bible says, next, which we have seen with our faith is the substance of things hoped for. 
the evidence of things not seen. When faith rema becomes becomes what? The bar. I, 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 I now see it with my own eyes which we have looked upon. Oh. Of the word of life. Church, get, get first John. I want you to get it. That which was from the beginning. Logos. Uh-huh. Which we have heard. Rema. Which we have seen with our own eyes. Deba. Deba. Which we have looked upon. Deba. Which we have handled. Deba. It's manifested. It's real. It's tangible. What was once written became my word and my word became my possession. What God has declared over the nation of Israel, over believers, becomes your own heard word, Rema. Then it becomes the Dabar. You declare it, you prophesy it, you speak it. Then one day you receive it and you manifest it into your life. Is there somebody who's ready to manifest the promises of God and the goodness of God over their life? If that's you, shout now. Shout yes. Shout yes. Shout I will have it. I will see it. I will manifest it in my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. Yeah. And he says of the word of life. The word of life. The word is life. Somebody caught it. When the word of life becomes the word of my life. Oh, some of you are flowing with me. You're with me. You're with me. I see it. When the word of life becomes the word of my life. When the word of knowledge becomes the word of my knowledge. When the word of patience becomes the word of my glory. Glory. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I'm walking in it. It's mine. If I have to walk alone, I'll walk. It's mine. I receive it. It's mine. The blessing is mine. The promise is mine. Salvation is mine. Deliverance is mine. Thank you, Jesus. Of the word of life. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, Logos. The word was God, Logos. And then we beheld him. Ah, now, now we're getting somewhere now. We're getting somewhere now. It's a Rema now. I see him for myself. How do you know the word is becoming Rema? Write these points down. Write these points down. Luke chapter 24, verse 32. Luke 24, 32. How do you know when, when a word received is becoming rema? Like this thing where you feel like this word is going to produce something in my life. Do you know one day I was in prayer at Wild Harvest Church, Vala Christian College, and God said, go make firebrands. I couldn't even spell the word firebrand. But something got in my spirit. And I was like, that word firebrand, I don't know what it means, but I want it. I want it in my life. And it became my word. My word. Then one day God says, I'm going to make an individual a great nation. And I said, what do you mean? He said, firebrand nation. I said, Lord, do it unto me. I receive it into my life. Into my life. And today, today God is moving in the nations. Look at Luke 24, verse 32. 
And they said one to another, are you there? Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way? While he opened? Bible, good book. As long as it's sitting in your nightstand, your heart ain't burning. As long as it's sitting in your car. You know, I used to give folders of my notes out. And, and pray for me, I'm, I'm some way in some things. I used to give folders of my notes out. Like, I type out, write it all out. Until one day, I rode in someone's car. And I looked at the back seat and my notes were on the floor. I said, that, that's enough. That's it. I said, you mean these notes that I stayed up all night putting together, they're in the floor of the back. That doesn't mean don't let pastor ride in your car, y'all. But if you do, my notes better not be on the floor. I said, I, I said to the office, don't ask me for notes anymore. I'm done. As it, we will take notes in church, whoever wants them. I used to give my notes. The word sitting there profits you nothing. Nothing. And they said one to another, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us by the way, while he opened to us the scriptures. When were you in church last that you had a word that made your heart go boom, 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 and you feel like a burning, like, hey, pastor is speaking to me, like this is the word for me. That is called the bar coming into your heart. That is the heart receiving, not the mind, not the emotion, not the will, not your own desires. Your heart will let you know when the word is coming forth. You feel like something on the inside is burning on the inside of me. Is there somebody who's ready to burn with the word deep down on the inside of them? If that's you, lift up your hands and declare, Lord, let my heart burn on the inside. Let my heart burn for your word on the inside, my God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let my heart burn with your word like never before. Every time I hear your preaching, every time I hear your preaching, let the word burn in my heart. Let my heart be consumed by the fire of God. Let your word light a fire on the inside of me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ to the glory and to the honor of the almighty God. Now lift up your hands and pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Don't be quiet. Let the heavens hear your voice. Pray for yourself that the word burns on the, put your hands over your heart and declare heart, receive, receive the word. Receive the word, receive the word, receive the word. Receive the word in the name of Jesus. Receive the word, heart, heart, receive the word, receive the word. This heart will burn. When I hear the preaching of the word, my heart will burn. When I hear it, it's gonna burn on the inside of me like never before in the mighty name of Jesus Christ mighty name of Jesus the Bible says with the heart man believes the bar rema rema begins at the heart logos is all mind you can attend church for all year and if you don't believe the preacher, don't believe the word, don't, it will all be here. But the day you connect with me in your heart, it's like something comes to life. Like, it's like I never used to understand that accent, but now, accent or no accent, pastor don't have to say nothing. Something jumps on the inside of me every time he opens that scripture. 
the Bible says with the heart, man believes. Man believes. I open up the scripture, believe in your heart. Believe it. God, this is the word for me. It means something to me. And then it's mixed with your experiences and mixed with your life. Then the Bible says, after you believe in your heart, then now confession is made unto salvation. The Bible says, with the heart, man believes. Heart. Then with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. If all you have is logos and you begin to confess, you will see nothing of what you confess. You will be making empty confessions. You will be rhetoricking, rhetoricking. You'll be just saying words that have no significance to them. They have no weighty significance. They weigh nothing. Lift up our hands and tell the Lord, touch my heart. Let my heart be moved by your word. Let logos become rema and rema become the bar. In Jesus' name. Finally, Romans 10.10 For with the heart man believes the heart if me as a preacher cannot get to your heart we cannot get to salvation and with the mouth confession you cannot confess without first a change in the heart change in the heart Husbands, wives, stop talking. The heart. The moment someone's heart is gone from you, ha, talk all you want. Talk all you want. It becomes just empty duty and rhetoric and work. It's empty. And eventually it dries out and dies. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. Out of your heart flows the issues of life. The Bible says he looked at him and said his heart is gone from me. Heart is gone. It's far. It's far. You, you, you approach me with your mouth. You say you still love me. You say you still care, but I don't, I don't feel it. Your heart is not in it. And I taught you, um, put, put that scripture up. I taught you that the heart is never undirected. If you don't love God, you love the devil. You're never, you're never just in the middle. If God is not touching your heart, the devil is touching it. If somebody was on fire for God and they are not on fire for... They are on fire for something else. Always. It's always. Don't ever think there is this middle line. It doesn't exist. The moment your, your heart gets drawn to something else, the moment your heart gets drawn to something else, then it's gone. It's like, it's like it's, if you're not here, it's somewhere else. Are you understanding me? It is like, can I, can I talk to mothers? When you've raised your sons or your daughters and they find another woman, when, when a son or a daughter goes and finds another girl, or if it's, a if it's a boy finds another girl, or if it's a girl finds a boy, the first person she will hit is her mother. Mama, you can't tell me nothing. Because their heart has gone to another boy. Is it true or not true? Okay, I'm going to ask again. Is it true or not true? Then after a while, they realize men are trouble and they come back home. 
It's like, okay, mommy, you know, I didn't mean, I didn't mean all that about you. It's the truth. How many of you have ever, your heart has ever been turned away? I, even me, I've been turned away. One day I was foolish enough to tell my mother, so-and-so's mom loves me more than you. Uh, a stupid, stupid teenagehood. I don't know why you're laughing at me and some of you have done those things. The heart is never undirected. Amen? So we need to ask God to turn our hearts to, towards him. Amen? Look at this. The people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But what? Their heart is far from me. Tell you all the good things, but when it comes to action, to producing a real connection, it's like uh, there's nothing there. You're drinking off an empty well. I declare unto you your life and your heart shall be a wellspring of life and you shall only drink from wellsprings of life. Amen? Are you in the house? Somebody say, I receive it. Thank you, Jesus. The different types of word, word, sorry, um, let's do one more. So our heart gets involved to turn logos into rema. Now let's talk about how to turn rema into the bar. Quickly, look one, no, look that Deuteronomy 30, 14. Very quickly, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 14. Is this helping somebody? Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 30, 14. Pastor, you know, I, I, I feel so energized when you jump on the pulpit and declare, prophesy. Even right now I'm prophesying. There is, there is somebody's heart that is burning right now. Somebody's heart is burning right now. Somebody's heart is burning with the word. Burning, just swollen with the word. There is. Yes. Yes. Let's read Deuteronomy 30, 14. 1, 2, 3. Let's read. Stop. The word, man, I, I hope you feel it like I feel it. I hope you're getting it like I got it. The logos is near. Is near unto you. Where is it? In our heart and in thy mouth. The logos is near. Oh, pastor, I don't understand the word. Check your heart. Let's deal with that first. Because you understand everything else. So get your heart right. Oh, pastor, I want to be filled by the Spirit of God. The Bible says that as the word was being preached, they were filled with the Spirit because God saw their heart. Don't, 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 don't get into this deception. No, I, I don't believe in all that clapping, all that dancing stuff. I don't know if that's the Holy Ghost. No, no, no. That is so different. Tell me how your life has changed. Because of the spirit. The Bible says God examined their heart and gave them the Holy Ghost. Do you know for you to be filled with the spirit, he sees this heart is ready for the spirit. The Bible says the word is near unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. Not the word is in the book. Not the word is preached. No. Has what you've been hearing entered your heart? And what has entered your heart, has it come out of your mouth? The word is near unto me, even in my heart, that I might do it. The bar is when the word sinks in your heart and you prophesy it out of your mouth. 
Are you flowing with me? Are you with me? Romans 10, 8. We've talked about that. Romans 10, 8. Romans 10, 8. Quickly. Romans 10, 8. I want to make sure you've got this. But what said it? The word is nigh, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of what? Yo, come on, church. The word of? We said that there are seven classifications of the word. The word of? Write, write this, write this. Write this down quickly. Word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Word of life. Word of faith. Word of truth. Word of righteousness. The word of my patience. And write this last one. The word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Add that. Make sure the word of my patience is last. The word of the Lord is seven. Now go back to that scripture. Do you remember the scripture that we said, the word of life, I saw it and I possessed it? Are you, are you getting it? Are you getting the things that I saw, the things that were, I possessed? Do you remember that scripture? All right, go back, go back to those scriptures. The word, the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, word of life, word of faith, word of truth, word of righteousness, word of the Lord, and word of my patience. Are we together? And now we are saying, in the other scripture, John 1, 1 John 1, he said the things that, we, we, that were in the beginning, we beheld, we possessed, and we were living it. Are, you, are we together? And then he says, this was the word of life. Are we flowing? Now look at Romans 10, 8. But what says it? The word is nigh, even in thy mouth. And in thy heart, that is the word of faith. Which we preach. Not read anymore. Not read it anymore. Not be confused about it anymore. Not understand it anymore. The word of the Lord has now become the word of the prophet. The word of knowledge has now become my word of knowledge. The word of wisdom has now become my word of wisdom. The word of faith has now become my word of faith. The word of patience has now become my word of patience. Is there somebody who's had a word that has become, that was logos and it became Rama and now is the bar? If that's you, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Two last scriptures. Luke chapter 1, verse 36. Luke 1, 36. Jesus. Lord, let this come alive. Lord, let us read the scripture. In the, the, it's just jumping and framing the, the, our life. The, words were, the world was framed by the word. Let our life be framed by the word, let this year be the year where we memorize more scripture than ever before. Understand your word more than ever before. Live our life in your word more than ever before. We thank you, Lord, for divine revelation and understanding like never before. Luke 1, 36. Look at this. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren the angel of the lord has appeared to mary and is telling mary that jesus will be born are we together look what mary does keep going read it Keep going. Mary 
receiving it receiving it oh oh look at this mary is here here listening about how elizabeth is pregnant mary is listening about how she's going to be born she's going to be impregnated by the holy ghost and mary doesn't even understand how these things are going to be because she asked how shall these things be but mary said you know what it's not my business to figure out how Mary said, Lord, if you said it, if you declared it, Lord, be it unto me according to your word. I'm not going to dwell in my mental reasoning. I'm not going to process this with my mind because it doesn't make sense to me. I wonder if Mary is in the house this evening. I wonder if there is somebody who says, be it unto me. <laughs> Be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto my calling, be it unto my destiny, be it unto my life. Lift up your hands and make like Mary and declare, be it unto me according to your word. Lift up your hands and declare it. Come on, come on church, manifest, manifest it. Be it unto me according to your word. Lift up your hands and pray. Come on, don't be quiet. Lift up your hands and pray. Lord, be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Every time I read a scripture, every time you're at home and you read the Bible and something jumps out, something jumps out to you, don't say you don't understand it. Don't say it confuses you. Just say, Lord, be it unto me. Be it unto me. Be it unto me. Be it unto me. I may not be educated enough, but be it unto me. I may not be tall enough, but be it unto me. I may not have the right the right uh, financial situation, but be it unto me. Lord, salvation for the nations. Be it unto me. Firebrand nation. Be it unto me. Giama. Be it unto me. ELHC, be it unto me, salvation in millions, be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me, my God, the things that you've said in your word, be it unto me according to thy word. According to thy word, be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me. The bar. The bar you must say lord be it unto me isaiah chapter 6 isaiah chapter 6 verse 8 quickly i'm going to cut it short there isaiah 6 8 lord be it unto me be it unto me whatever your word says be it unto me ah thank you jesus it's no longer about interpretations and and major revelations it's about my heart was burning when he said it my heart was burning when he said it. I don't need to understand the whole story. What I know is he touched me. And when he touched me, I felt something. I know Jesus said something and it burnt in my heart. I know Jesus said something and it burnt in my heart. The prophet said, the word came forth and it shot me onto my feet. The word hit me and threw me onto my feet. Today I declare unto you, you're going to hear a word. Every word that God has promised in your life, every word of wisdom, every word of knowledge, every word of, of life, every word of faith, every word of patience, every word you shall manifest it in your life in the name of Jesus. Just declare, be it unto me. When you sit in the house of God and God begins to prophesy, don't be quiet in the house of God because when you speak, you signify that you've received something. Be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me. Final scripture, Isaiah 6, 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord. I heard, where is hearing? Rema. Oh, come on, y'all, where is hearing? Rema. I heard. Paul said when we were on the way to Damascus, everyone saw the light, but I'm the only one who heard the voice. If you are the only one who hears in the service, be it unto you. Don't worry about who else heard it. Don't worry about your neighbor. Don't worry. I heard the word. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, 
whom shall I send and who will go for us? And he didn't check on WhatsApp. He didn't go look online to see who else can go. He didn't, he didn't look. Who else answered the altar call? Did anyone else? You know, I hear something in my heart, but is anyone else going to the front? Oh, pastor is walking around the building. Is anyone else receiving this word? Look at all these gazers gazing around. You miss God. Gaze, look, looking at what your neighbor is doing. Looking at what someone else is doing. Looking at what someone else is receiving. And God is speaking to your own heart. And God is speaking to you directly. God is speaking on the inside of you. God is talking to you directly on the inside. Someone on this side has received. God is speaking to you on the inside. Speaking to you on the inside. And, and he, didn't, he didn't look for someone else. He said, hey, hey, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Is there somebody with a here I am? Send me. Here I am. Send me. Here I am. Send me to enemy held territory. Here I am. Send me to the nations. Here I am. Send me to overcome the territories of the enemy. Is there somebody with a here I am? Jesus said, one day Jesus looked at his disciples. You know, Jesus was, I love Jesus. He looks at his disciples. He has lost 5,000 people. 5,000 people have left the church that day. And he looks at his disciples and says, are you also going to go? Put that scripture up. Are you also going to go? He looks at them and said, are you? <laughs> Since you're watching everybody else, are you also going to go? Are you also going to go? You're also going to go. So going to go. You're also going to go. They said, Jesus. Where? Where am I going to go? Where? Hey, wait a minute. What are you asking? Where am I going to go? In you is the word of life. Look at this. Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom? Where, where, where to who do you want me to go? One day, Pastor Parsley was being persecuted and he called me to just touch base, see if I'm still with him who have been shaken. I said, Pastor, don't waste your time, please. Where do you want me to go? To whom? Like, to whom shall we go? I'm not a deer. I'm not a goat. To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words. Thou hast the words you don't know how your words have changed me you don't know how the words you've spoken have transformed my life you don't know how logos became rema and rema became because of your words so where shall i go where shall i go where shall i go where, where shall i receive like this where shall i be fed like this where shall I learn to pray like this? Where shall I learn to grow like this? Where shall I have still water? To whom shall I go? Is there somebody who loves the Lord so much that you're saying this year there is no backsliding, there is no forsaking the Lord? The Word of God is alive. The Word of God is Rema. The Word of God is moving in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. If that you lift up your hands, everybody on your feet, and begin declaring, I receive the words of eternal life. I receive the words of eternal life. I receive the words of eternal life. This year, come on, y'all, this year, the logos 
becomes Rema. The Rema becomes the Dabar. I receive the word of knowledge. I receive the word of wisdom. I receive the word of faith. I receive the word of faith. I receive the word of life. I receive the word of life. I receive the word of righteousness. I receive the word of righteousness. I receive the word of truth. I receive the word of truth. I receive the word of the Lord. I receive the word of the Lord. I receive the word of my patience. I receive the word of my patience. This year. This year. The word of wisdom. The word of wisdom. Becomes the word of my wisdom. Becomes the word of my wisdom. The word of knowledge. The word of knowledge. Becomes the word of my knowledge. Becomes the word of my knowledge. The word of life. The word of life. Becomes the word of my life becomes the word of my the life. word of faith the word of faith becomes the word of my faith becomes the word of my the faith. word of truth the word of truth becomes the word of my truth becomes the word of my truth the word of righteousness the word of righteousness becomes the word of my righteousness becomes the word of my right and the word of the lord and the word of the lord becomes the word of my life becomes the word of my life the word of my patience the word of my patience becomes patience in becomes my life patience in my life say be it unto me be it unto me According to your word. According to your word. Be it unto me. Be it unto me. According to your word. According to your word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Bless him. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.